Welcome to Vampire Academy Bound, the podcast with Reyna. This is a Vampire Academy and Bloodlines podcast. Hello everyone, welcome back to Vampire Academy Bound. So today, as I mentioned in last, or I guess two weeks ago now, the last episode, we're going to be discussing the movie today. So obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you most likely have seen the movie that came out in 2014, the Vampire Academy movie. Um, so, I mean, I guess I really like the movie in the sense that it does follow pretty well. Um, we're going to get into like specifics of what they didn't or things they changed or things that are literally like, why did you do this? Um... So, I mean, I love it because it's all we have, at least for the time being. However, there's just so much that it's just like, why? Literally, why? How was this allowed to happen? So, I guess we can start with the movie trailer. So, personally, I discovered VA through the movie trailer that was played, I believe, during Catching Fire. I was a huge Hunger Games fan, so I was at the midnight showing for Catching Fire the night it came out, or like the night before it came out. And I remember seeing the ad for Vampire Academy, and I vividly remember the scene where I think Karova's, like, crawling on a desk, or I really don't know what's going on. It was something wild, and I was like, literally, what is this? And then I saw the book at, like, Forever 21 or something, and I was like, oh my gosh, yes, I need to read this, and obviously loved it. Um, But that scene that I saw in the trailer had nothing to do with the story, nothing to do with the movie. I don't even think it was in the, it wasn't in the movie. And I was like, why? What is this? And I just think it's kind of wild that they did that. Like, what's the point? Why? How did this come about? Because it obviously has nothing to do with anything. But that is like the key scene that showed during one of like the biggest movies at the time with a YA I think it's YA novel and so that was kind of crazy to me but anyways so as I mentioned before I think the movie follows the book pretty well when you're watching the movie it's like a sped up version of the book you know you're covering the main bases so yeah I'm hoping that the series follows along pretty well I think they will since they have the time and space to do so I believe their first season is going to be 10 episodes and each one is going to be about 40 minutes I believe so like an average like gossip girl I guess the vampire diaries stuff like that and so I'm thinking that they're going to be able to cover season seasons (laughs) to cover the first two books in the first season just because they covered so much of the first book already so well in the first movie that was only like an hour and a half especially like with the um twitter page from the writer's room they tweeted something that has to do with frostbite so I'm thinking that's what's gonna happen but that has nothing to do with what we're talking about today so let's get back onto the movie so recently I rewatched the movie for the first time in forever and this is also the time that I was rereading the series for the second time in seven years and I had my phone out and I took notes throughout the entire movie and as I've rewatched it I've kind of added a couple things and I'm like oh my gosh what so we're gonna go through that right now And I'm going to kind of explain what I said, my thoughts, and where that aligns in the movie and the book. So the first line I have written is, why do the Strigoi eyes look like that? Could have been better. Um, So in the movie, their eyes are just completely red and it's really creepy and it's, in my opinion, looks a little cheap. Also, I just think that that wasn't the way they were described in the book. I want to say the way that the red is supposed to be 
it's like not super obvious I guess obviously I'm not like 100% sure I don't have a book pulled up with me right now but from the sounds of it you can like look into their eyes and you know they're strigoi like there's obvious tells but they're not as prominent as just solid red the next thing is in all caps I said the steak flew uh, if you've watched the movie, and you might have caught this or not, there's a scene where they're battling the Strigoi at the beginning, uh, to show Strigoi, I guess. He's walking towards Rose, and he's trying to look menacing, evil, growling, whatever he's doing, and then all of a sudden, a silver stake flies directly into his neck. Like, it, it just, I think it's really funny, like, if you watch it back at the beginning, it literally just, I don't know, it looks kind of funny, like, I can't see a guardian actually you know launching their stake like that so I said not the silence after do you know what it's like to lose your parents oh my gosh I think that's like one of the uh, I guess I shouldn't say cringiest but I just think it's so funny in the movie where Krishna and Lissa are talking for the first time in the church and Lissa has the audacity to tell Christian Ozera if he knows what it's like to lose his parents or his family I was like bestie no and then there's it's not even like the line that's that harsh but it's the silence that it's just a few seconds of christian just staring at her like did you really just tell me this okay so then i noted the way Alyssa looks at christian love i just think that um oh my gosh lucy and dominic's chemistry on the screen for Alyssa and christian is just so good like the way they look at each other, it's just so good. So good. Um, next, I quoted Mason's line, okay, and then leaves when Rose tells him that she can't talk to him about the boys right now, and he's just like, fine, bye. I think that's really funny. Then I have in quotes, my dad wouldn't have done that from Natalie, and then I put, oh, and never will. Anyways, then I have a quote, I think it's from Lissa, and she says, do what you have to do, Dampier. Um, okay. Settle down, queen. Settle down, queen. Uh, some of the lines that Lissa uses towards Rose, like, they're, they're really funny, but it's just, like, Lissa, I just can't see her ever saying that to Rose, especially not in, like, this first book with their relationship the way it is right now. Uh, next I have not her telling Natalie about Dimitri, false in all caps, I literally hate that scene. It's like, I mean, literally so much that it's just like huge things that would not, that didn't happen. And uh, there's just huge things that wouldn't have happened and didn't happen in the books that did in the movie. And it's just like, this literally throws everything else off. Another line I have, Ryan, Ray, Rolf. I believe his name is Rolf. I can't remember his last name. It starts with an S. But in the movie, he's called Ray. And I'm just not... I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, also Camille, Kanta. She's called Camila like half the time in the movies. And then the other half of the time, she's called Camille. So just like... Okay. That's cool. Uh, next, I have... Where is Eddie? I want more Eddie. I literally remember watching the movie and thinking that the guy in the movie, the Dompier next to Mason during all the training scenes, talking with Mason and uh, Rose, is Eddie, but it's not Eddie. I've tried to find him. He's not Eddie. He's not listed as Eddie. 
when I watch the end credits, I'm pretty sure he's not Eddie. I could be wrong, but I just, from what I'm remembering of my research a few weeks ago, Eddie is just non-existent. <laughs> and then I put, so this is the scene um, where Rose is talking with Kirova and a bunch of other people, and I put, so weird, not the press conference with Kirova and Victor, Rose would never, SMH. Like, she literally goes to a group of authority and says, we're having issues, this is why, when in the books, literally everything they did was super top secret for everyone except for Rose and Lissa, and even sometimes Lissa wouldn't know what was going on. So it's just odd that they decided to disclose all their secret information to literally everyone around them. Then I have spirit advisors. So after Rose talks to these people, they're like, oh, well, we'll just bring spirit advisors for Lissa. And at first I was like, literally, what are you talking about? No one even knows what spirit is. How are their spirit advisors? This is just so weird. No one would do that. That does not happen. And then I was like, well, maybe, just maybe, this is hinting at the only other spirit advisor that actually does come to St. Vlad's, Adrian. Written down in my notes, I said, very much Mean Girls energy, which, obviously. Can we talk about Rose's line, sweet, sassy, molassy? I think that is the cringiest line in the entire movie. I think it's kind of funny. But, like, when you're trying to show this movie to a friend and there's, like, this scene that comes on and then Rose has the audacity to say this and it's like, um, anyways, let's not talk about that. Let's look at the necklace. Another thing from the movie that I was like, well, what the heck, is Victor literally has an entire Dampier army in this house that he's holding Lissa. There's, like, not just one or two guardians. There's, like, a bunch of people and I guess that makes sense because he always hints at having like a large following of supporters for the crown and so maybe in the book I just didn't realize how many people were actually there on the location but I just thought it was really interesting how there were so many people just there like ready to lose their jobs because like what are you going to do after you get caught literally kidnapping a Maroi princess Next, that leads us into the line from Spider-In where he says, do you know what it's like being referred to as the second best guardian? And Dimitri's just like, no, and kicks him off. Like, that line is probably, I would argue, is the funniest line in the entire movie. Like, you know what? Go off, Dimitri. So true. Oh my gosh, why am my phone going off? So I'm pretty sure there's a reference towards the end about Rose and Dimitri's age difference, which I believe is seven years in the book, but in the movie it was eight for some reason. Like, why would you make the gap bigger? If anything, it would be better for the audience if you made it smaller. But So another thing in the movie is how Liz is always saying, you know how I feel about this, like, don't say that or don't do that. I just think it's kind of cringe and I think it's weird and I don't know what it's supposed to add for a character or how they're supposed to make her seem like I don't know if that's for making her seem I lost my train like the word I was going to use but I don't know I just think it's kind of cringe and I don't like that they did that because Lissa I'm not going to spoil anything but she's you know she's Lissa like she would not have an issue with a high five also Lissa's speech was also super cringe just because she's like, 
I have declared a magic, and it's called spirit, and she's telling the entire student body with Tatiana standing there, and I just think it's so odd, because that's literally the biggest secret in, like, the first book or two is spirit, and so them just casually talking about it like they know everything is just so odd, and it makes you wonder, like, if they were planning to do movies after the first one, which obviously they were because of the last scene, which we'll talk about right now, you would want to set up for the next two movies, which, one, they don't even have Eddie, who's supposed to be, like, one of the major players in half of Frostbite. Then you have Lissa announcing Spirit, which takes away the whole secret part and would mean that in Frostbite, the whole thing with Lissa and Adrian wouldn't, I guess, happen or need to happen if it's well known what their magic is, because they wouldn't need to figure it out on their own. So, aside from spirit and this whole big announcement and figuring that out, there's the last scene of Vampire Academy, which literally foreshadows a third movie, which would be Shadow Kiss, and I didn't notice this until, like, I'd already watched the movie, like, a couple times, and it wasn't until recently that I noticed Miss Carp is literally standing in the cave and it's just like, you did this for what? There's literally no reason for her to be the one that's in there. It doesn't add anything to anyone except change literally everything because she's not supposed to be there. At least I don't think so. Honestly, I could be wrong. I definitely need to reread the series again because I've only reread it twice, seven years apart. And so maybe I am just forgetting that she just happened to be there at the raid or have, like, a major part in it, but I don't think she does, and so I just think it's crazy that they put her front and center, and they're like, she's the ringleader. Sorry if that was a little all over the place. I was reading from my notes, and I will probably share these on the Vampire Academy Bound Instagram, just so you can kind of read everything that I wrote and just kind of resonate, see if anything relates to your thoughts about watching the movie or maybe watch the movie and read along my notes. This is going to wrap up today's episode. Next week, we're going to be getting into fan casting, which I'm so excited about. I've started getting new ideas as the days go by, including today for a certain Adrian and Sydney. I just had an idea, so we'll talk about it next week. Um, don't forget to follow us on Instagram. It's Vampire Academy Bound. I believe you can find it if you search VA Bound Podcast. We're only on Instagram right now, and I believe we're only on Spotify Podcasts. I'm working on getting other platforms up, so bear with me, and thank you for listening. Also, for the answer to the guest, the character on the Instagram, you all were correct, and I was scared that you wouldn't be, and it would be hard to figure out, but you all got it right. It was Mia. Look out on the Instagram. I'll be playing other games like that and just interacting with you guys more and chatting about VA and bloodlines. So be sure to follow us there and I will talk to you guys next week. Mm-hmm.